You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Jumbo Victor Ndangote ranks ninth on the list of top 10 richest manufacturing billionaires in the world. Fosana Elvis, yes, the list is by CO World magazine. It's, uh, it's, it's led at number one by a German businessman who's also an, an, an art collector, an 88-year-old businessman. I think it's Reinhold Wurst. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but that list also includes James Ratcliffe. If you watch Formula One, you'll know Ineos is the, is the man behind that, say, James Ratcliffe. But otherwise, it's Asian, mainly Asian business people in Dangote. Is at number 10, at number 9 with his $10.8 billion worth. And then that's just reminding you, these are manufacturing entrepreneurs or billionaires, not just billionaires in general. That's why you won't find people like Bill Gates and all that there. But it's it's a very encouraging sign because with somebody who made his business, who makes a lot of his money from 82% or so that he owns of Dangote Cement, Africa's largest cement manufacturer, it's encouraging that Africa can And still be part of the industrialization, but it's it's a it's a curious inclusion because he is he is considered Africa's richest man by some, Africa's second richest man by others, but there he is showing that he is not just a consumer, he's not just moving, he's not just retailing, he's also manufacturing. And then Zimbabwe's lithium exports surge. Yeah, exactly, to 209 million U.S. dollars. It's still not much if you consider that lithium is into making lithium iron batteries that, that are these rechargeable batteries that we talk about. But if you consider that in 2018, when President Munangakwa had just taken over, they were just under 2 million U.S. dollars in, in, in worth. It, it, is, it is a good sign. And, and that's why perhaps, although President Munangakwa has his weaknesses, he's still credited with at least having restored a bit of order and stability in the mining industry, just making sure that the exports increase. Because most Zimbabwean exports, mining at least, have been increasing. And there's a bit of transparency there, not not entirely, but at least we know that there is an uptick in, in these. It, it is a very good mineral to export lithium. So it's good for Zimbabwe if they can get the other aspects of the country going. And in Angola, a shining mineral, 208-carat diamond extracted from the Lulo mine. Yeah, exactly. The, the 209, is it 209? Yeah, something like that. But remember, it's, it's the same mine where I think a 400 or so carat diamond was was discovered. Diamonds are a mainstay, a big, big product of Angola. We associate it mainly with oil, Elvis, but it is also a diamond mining country. In fact, most countries that had the kind of conflict that Angola had, like Sierra Leone and DRC, have diamonds. And that's, among others, the story of blood diamonds. But since the arrival of João Lorenzo, the president, again, there's a, a rise in a bit of transparency in these mining industries. Again, not yet perfect, but at least you know, unlike during the days of Eduardo dos Santos, there is a lot more transparency. And Angola has sworn that it will try to revive these industries, including the oil industry, the diamond industry. And if, if it just keeps... 
going at this rate, they will at least restore the respectability of that economy and, and help it to reclaim its rightful place. And just briefly, AGOA is happening right here on our doorstep at NASDAQ. Yeah, the Voyager Miles program of the U.S. Hey, it's, it's, just, it's just interesting that America is continuing to want to remove this country, remove that country. I don't know what is happening, but isn't it surprising how it's not so long ago we were hearing about how South Africa might not host AGOA uh-huh. because of the Russian story. But there you go. I, I guess America is learning its lessons after all. But it's still curious that it's, it's trying to get Niger out, it's trying to get Ghana out, it's because of the LGBTQI human rights issues. I don't know when they are going to learn that countries are going to run themselves. They must just do trade. As long as their trade is not illegal, perhaps they should understand. Otherwise, China is just going to continue outstripping them. Thank you so much, Victor Homoshwana, the author of Africa is Open for Business, and his latest book is Africa Bounces Back. He's also the executive director for marketing and communication at the University of Limpopo. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.